We would like to call and welcome Professor May to join us for this podcast. Assistant Professor Dr. Kanokan Kyaunut, Assistant to the President for International Affairs and Full-Time Lecturer for PhD and Master Course at NIDA, Thailand. As she is a promising professor in tourism, we will learn more from her opinion on tourism industry in the time of COVID-19 pandemic in Thailand. Thank you once again, Ajahn May. Of course, I think there's way to pursue it then, but... I also believe that this kind of thing takes time. We have to be patient, but consistent. I highlight on this: patient but consistent. What do I mean by consistent? We have to keep going, right? Education plays an important role in this situation. People in all levels, at all ages, need to be educated and see the heart of the sustainability economy philosophy in their own terms, with their own heart and mind. So, like the old saying, actions. Speak louder than words, of course. It would be so much better to show them and allow them to realize that we are learning by doing project or by doing situation. Let them see with their own eyes. Let them see with their own experience. So, show cases of successful destination, both in Thailand, um, abroad, or successful companies that implemented sufficiently um, economy philosophy as their vision and mission could also be a good way to persuade people to see and realize it by themselves. Sometimes by letting them see and slowly sing in can be more practical and can be more impactful than keep telling them what to do or what to believe when they're not ready to listen. Also, for those who are ready to implement or already understand the concept of SAP, can even be a role model for other people by actually applying the concept into their lifestyle and daily routine. So I think with this, it will be a great way to convince people. So when you look on your left, you see sufficiency economy philosophy. When you look on your right, you see sufficiency economy philosophy behavior. Mm-hmm. And When you see all the people around you are implementing this concept, this will automatically influence or have influence on you. So my short answer is, we don't have to try so hard to convince other people that mm-hmm. this concept or sufficiency economy philosophy is great. We just have to start with ourselves. We just have to start at ourselves first. Just do it. Eventually, the society will be leaning towards sufficiency economy action, and that is where we want to be. We don't have to be rushed and forcing people to do it. We just have to show them by our own action. I really like your idea when you mentioned about the action speak louder than word. Thank you, Ka. And to start with ourselves, because like we we cannot like expect right in terms of the outcome, but we have like would like to make it start from small step in order to make an influence towards like the big to the society as a whole. I think this is going to be some kind of like inspiration to many um to our audience. Thank you so much for this. I hope so. <laughs> We would like to know more in terms of your recommendation. If we would like to really integrate the sufficient economy philosophy principle into the tourism industry, because you are also an expert in the field and also uh, try to um, make it more practical in that sense. In case of you have any recommendation, please kindly share with us. So before we integrate the um, sufficiency economy philosophy principle into the industry, first we need to start with the concept and understanding that empowerment is important. So by empowering 
sufficiency, economy, philosophy are the foundation for tourism industry in all dimensions, starting from developing or development of tourism industry, tourism destinations and activities, and also tourism process management and maintenance of all levels, especially workforce, is important. So having a strong foundation as a sufficiency, economy, philosophy will help us put industry or tourism industry in the right start, in a good start. Okay, so sufficient economy philosophy needs to be set and run by every stakeholder. This is the second step to implement. So every stakeholder in the industry at all levels, I like to highlight it here, at all levels, from top management to operational levels, the directions need to be clear and need to be agreed upon by all participants. Okay, so a clear purpose and goals needs to be understood on the same page. But what we often see is that top management often publicly saying that they value SEP. But then when we look at the back of the house, when we look back, when we look at what they actually do, we see that they're only concerned about sales and numbers of customers and profit. So where is sufficiency, economy, philosophy? So you see, it has to sink in. It has to synchronize what they say and what they do has to synchronize in order to integrate and in order to put SEP into the action. Okay, So sufficient economy philosophy could be implemented in any types of business at any level, at any scales to the resources that you already have in the community. Okay, So use what you have. And then you need to make sure that you are using what you have. You are using your local resources in the community without compromising or devalue its identity and authentic cities. You're concerned about what's left over, what you have left for the new generation, for the younger generation. We can see that many communities have created value um, uh, for the resources by adding hands-on experience activities with local engagement like Banna um, Bonchan in Sukhothai, Balam in Sukhanburi, or Bangkobua at Sumutrakan. You see, all of these successful cases have become successful or have become successful because they implement mm. or they bring about the concept of sufficiency economy philosophy. They have the enough mindset. They have the non-greedy behavior. They use what they have, and they have left the resources for the new generation, for other people, for other communities. So, point is, the successful management of tourism should not be measured by level of monetary profits only, but it should also be measured by quality of life and level of happiness of the people in the industry, level of happiness and willingness of the people who own the resources in the community. Mm-hmm. Therefore, people in tourism industry should implement sufficiency economy philosophy concept and it must be undertaken in the form and process of conducting all types of tourism businesses in all actions. Ajahn May, this is so interesting. Uh, when you mentioned about um, all those kind of like the recommendation to make it um, the SEP into the implementation of tourism industry, based on your case study that you mentioned, um, couldn't you please tell us more in terms of like the key success or the core essence that why and how those communities can make the SEP into the reality? So I think having a push factor is a key success. Policy campaign by the government sector and also participation of private 
or the um, the private sector or entrepreneurs also can be a good help or a great way to help pursue the um, the goals of sufficiency economy. I think if everybody's on the same page, have the full understanding and understand the the goal, the same goal, where they want to go and where they want to be. With this concept, I think it can lead them to a great success in the community and not only in that community, it will benefit that um, connecting all surrounding community as well. And last but not least, I think the benefit of understanding the same goal and working on the same direction, it will give the strong benefits and impactful meaning for the new generation or for the next generation that of course they still have the resources remaining they still have their local wisdom to be used in the future and none of this will happen without the use and understanding of sufficiency economy concept and how to implement that in the industry so the collaboration is a key in terms of, of how course. we yeah to like really um join hand in hand between the policy maker and also like the community and private sector together with the visioning goal as well as think ahead in terms of the potential future implication for our next generation. So all of this going together is going to help to really make sure about the practicality of like taking the SEP principle into the tourism industry. Um, that's also um, lead me to another question in terms of like we talk a lot about the herd immunity too and in order to really apply that, um, the sufficient economy philosophy, which area that we need to really be changed? Uh, when we talk about that, do we mean only like um, particular about the people mindset, or we think about the bigger level like the corporate culture, or even like think like beyond that, like the way how the business sector should perform or should do? How we are going to really like make that happen? I think this is another interesting question that you have for me. Um, so my answer to this question will be an effective change will not start by pointing finger at other people, but rather point finger back at ourselves and see our own actions, our own behavior, and our own mindset first. So I always believe that if we take responsibility of our behavior and how our actions impact the society that we live in, this mindset can make change, can revise, can make impact to the world. So to answer your question, all aspects in life, all aspects in business, all aspects in society, a good change will start at our own mindset. So my answer is the combination of well understanding on sufficiency economy philosophy and the right consciousness that underlie our actions can result in an immunity for the industry. And it should be adapted in all areas. It should be implemented in all areas. We cannot build a high-rise building without a strong foundation. So, same thing, by understanding and accepting sufficiency, economy, philosophy is the first important step at the individual levels. So, by having a strong foundation, by having a strong understanding on this concept, change, good change will occur. Not only on people's mindset, but also corporate culture, how business how company run the business, what should be their goal, what should what they should prioritize in doing business, it should be clear. So no matter where you are from in terms of like um, individual level, business sector, or even like society as a whole, it's actually all about like great understanding on the strong foundation exactly. on this issue. And also like exactly. make sure that all the action that you try to make as a next step, you need to have like consciousness in mind to make sure that you underline uh, and integrate the SEP into your action. Yeah, so I, I also believe that even though you have a 
all the right action, even though you have such an uh, amazing policy or good business plan or business model. But then if it comes from wrong mindset or if it comes from consciousness, mm-hmm. the result will never going to be good. The result will never going to be maximize the benefits for all. It's going to be for only one group of people and it will not be as sustainable. It will not sustain in the future. That's also have like make us totally right um rethink about how we are going to live our life by using the sep for our like um the future and also for the next generation but in your view ajan uh when we think about the lesson learned that we can extract from the situation especially in the pandemic crisis that we are facing at the moment what is like your recommendation or in terms of the lesson learned that we should use in this certain situation and if you can please like uh, give us some example on that that's going to be very helpful to our audience I think consistent plan or consistency in planning and a strong policy is very important that we obviously learn from lesson uh, we learn from the case of COVID-19 not only in Thailand but other countries as well so we always have to put our guard up this is important and also we cannot focusing on our own benefits but we have to put the majority and society at first okay so this is I think for me, this is the most important lesson that I've learned from a couple of months that we have seen what went down in many cases, in many destinations and in many countries that experienced the third wave, fourth wave of COVID. Because of COVID-19, it made me see things more clear that what's actually important in life and what actually should be the value for our society. So let's get back to this. If we want to be something that we are not, if we only be so subjective and choose to listen to only one set of information, it will put us in the um, misleading position and we'll be ending up not being so good at anything or making a wrong decision. For example, many communities want to leave behind their tradition and their way of life because of tourism destination. They think that they want to become a tourism destination. They want to become successful like others without actually realizing that they are ready or not, without actually realizing whether tourism is the answer for them or not. So that's bad, right? What can we do? What should be our solution? Many people want to leave behind what they do, what they have done in the past, want to forget who they are or their identity and become something else that they are not without realizing whether tourism is the right answer for them or not. Or even without realizing if they have enough or strong capacities or resources uh, to be what they plan or that or that what someone else told them to be or not. So that will, of course, put them nowhere, right? We can see many destinations are just a product of copy and paste, okay? As a result, no repeat visitors, mm-hmm. also a negative word of mouth, and they end up suffer from a big investment with little in return. So point here is that value is important. See, a clear value is even more essential. But then again, what can we learn from this? Being open-minded and not subjective is the key success here. I really like your response in terms of like when we look at the situation that we are facing at the moment it's actually bring us back to really answer the deeper question or to really assess our core value in order to yeah. like answer uh, the bigger question about the tourism sector actually like the very best first basic question is what is actually our meaningful our meaning to our life what is actually our value to our society and that's actually going to help us to think about the bigger question on the tourism sector 
within our community. Maybe that community may not match to answer or use the tourism um, as their main business to, to move on. So they need to really right, reassess about that. I mean, this is very um, interesting and valuable advice to for us at the moment. Uh, so since we are now kind of like on, on break, so we can like really think about that and ask us uh, our own in terms of the really deeper question on that. Thank you so much, Ajahn, for, for your like, insightful in, on yeah. this. Another point I'd like to add here, I like what you have concluded here. It's so clear and yes, right to my point that um, everyone wants to be an actor and actress in a lacorn or in a drama, right? Yeah. Same here. Many destinations, see other destinations, other provinces are successful because mm-hmm. of their doing tourism or they, they're attracting tourists and they want to be like that, like that. But look at this in terms of drama, TV drama. You don't see everybody is Madeira. You don't see that Tukon, everybody is Yaya. You don't see everybody become actor or actress. Yeah. But production still ongoing. The TV drama or series still happening, right? So it means that a destination, if you are not ready, it doesn't mean that you cannot take part in tourism industry. You can. You can maybe just work out of the house. You don't have to to present yourself as an adult or yaya or actor or actress, right? Mm-hmm. But you can also involve in tourism industry. Don't push yourself when you are not ready. Myself, I want to be like yaya, so I can go by some um, high or TV drama. No one's going to choose um, me as a, as, a, as a main actress, right? Because of so many things and qualified quality. So, but it doesn't mean that I cannot work for the TV production. I mm-hmm. cannot work for the TV drama, correct? So, yeah. so I can be a screenwriter, I can be a production team production or lighting or whatever, right? Or even um, coaching, anything. There is not an ending for destination that wants to involve in tourism industry. There is still opportunities. You just have to find the right fit for you. I think like you, you give us such a very insightful advice in terms of like the bottom line of the story is that if you really need to make sure about the SEP into your life, that you need to really find the right spot or ask yourself deeper in terms of like what actually going to be the most qualified or the most fit to your context. And this is so interesting. That's also like lead to our like final question in terms of like um, your suggestion because we also like have another like a guest from the another episode to gonna continue about the, their real work into the community field, how and why that they integrated the SEP into their community work. So any suggestion on that? So we can link your suggestion um, to it for another episode as well my suggestion for this topic would be that since a new lifestyle is not about giving up on our responsibility or job in a city for farming activities or remote areas okay so but it's about understanding the sensible balance in life and stick with what your traditional way of life or traditional way of living for example Farmers still want to grow vegetables and breed animals. Mm-hmm. Fishermen still want to fish. Indigenous people still want to live their culture and preserve their tradition. Government officers doing what's right for their organization and for the nation. All actions are driven by a right consciousness. All actions are driven based on self-satisfaction at the sensible balance. I'd like to highlight on this word, sensible balance. So it doesn't matter on what you do. You just have to put 110% on what you do based on the right action, based on the right consciousness, with a sensible balance, without a greedy behavior or never enough mindset. So key success, be rational, to be prepared based on morality. And with this model, you can implement it not only in tourism industry or 
type of business in the world, I would say. I think this is like uh, such a very good conclusion in terms of your um, sharing today, in terms of like the sensible balance that we need to keep in mind in order to really implement the SEP into not only about the tourism sector, but like in every level, even at like the community or the government sector, that how we're going to make sure about the right action and also integrated with the right consciousness into our action. I think we learned a lot from you today. Thank you so much, Ajahn May, for your sharing with us. Thank you so much, Dr. Anne. Yes, and we hope that we can continue another session with the with the guests, and we would love to uh, have you with us again in the future. Thank you once again, and สวัสดีค่ะ. Thank you so much, ค่ะสวัสดีค่ะ.